welcome in to the Monday Morning Quarterback UK with your boys Ben, Danny, Krisky and Bids. What's new guys? How are we? Yeah, pretty good actually. Can't complain. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to this episode, man. Mm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to adding nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, every time you add nothing, Chris can do a little lap for us. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think I can do that. <laughs> I have the yeah. facilities for that. It's only the forty k tomorrow. <laughs> well, yeah. What are we talking about today? Today, so today is the college football season roundup for the year twenty twenty two. Lots to get into. We'll do some playoff stuff. We'll do some future stars, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about. I've got a sneak preview into my super early way too early rankings for the 2023 season mm-hmm. super early but there's some reasons for it and we'll, uh, we'll throw it out there sounds good to me cool. anything else you want to add before we crack on no let's nope. just get to no. let's, let's get, get right, straight let's in started. cool so 2022 season started pre-season turbulence big moves coming via the transfer portal so new rules surrounding nil which is name image and likeness which allows players to make money uh which they previously weren't allowed to do which is an absolute travesty so allowing college players to make money way past due and about the time the players were able to make money from their own image so what is that like just advertisements sponsorship Yep. All so, of the above. So anything that's that's encompassed by their name, their image, and their likeness being utilised. So that would include things like them being in, in video games. Mm. Sure. So um, in uh, the NBA NBA 2K franchise, there's a college version as well. Oh, NCAA. The N- I think the NCAA I is coming out again next that. year. Yeah. yeah. used to do it. Is it big? It, it was yeah. massive, and then they stopped the college football game. I think in like 2013, and then it was like like everyone was fuming. So yeah. I think they're bringing it back next That's season. They are, yeah. So I'm they get blown up enough little... by the the tens of thousands of fans that come and see yeah. them. They get put in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah. NFL, but for college, mate. That's not bad. Imagine FIFA for Cov Uni. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be ropey as hell. Oh. What would your pace be? 25? Oh, yeah, but you won't be on the game. <laughs> <laughs> no face. Just, just no face. Just blank character. Allow me. Allow me. Eventually will. Allow me. Do you know what? It would be one of those like regurgitated players when you play like manager mode up like 2032 with what, like a messed up face. Yeah, like a regen player. That just, like, <laughs> Allow me. I play for the twos, alright? So, uh, you ran the line for the ones. Um, <sighs> Yeah, that was peak. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, no, that'll be good. Um, NIL is massive. So yeah, so that's gonna be interesting though. Because is that at all college levels, or does it include junior college? Well, but I guess with junior college, they probably won't get many they won't deals. They weren't bothered about JUCO in the first place oh. about players making, but but they had Netflix series about about JUCO. So yeah. I don't know how if they made any money from that, but I seriously doubt the players actually made any money. And did it start this season then, or the season just finished? I'm not a hundred percent. I'm just wondering what were the biggest, like, who made the, the most money? Deals. Like, who was the college player? Stetson Bennett. Can't remember. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't remember. It's definitely it makes me smart. I think it might have been last season, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. It was 2020 or 2022, but it's a. I, I think it might. It might have been this season actually. But there's a lot of new rules. Either it started the year before and it wasn't very well thought out, and this mm-hmm. year it's more serious. Like they're actually allowing players to make a lot more money from it. But I'm, sure. I'm pretty sure this is the first year of like proper rules okay. around it where. 
players can make large amounts of money. We're talking yes. seven figures, like actual millions. They're, they're now not stopping them. Right. Because there's players out That's there right. now in the age of social media who are big when they're in high school. Yeah. They get into college and they're not allowed to make any money from their own name and likeness. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely bizarre. So... Um, yeah, really, really big deal. There's, there's, um, there's players out there who are making seven figures now from their own likeness. Interesting. On that, then, do you think there'll be more players that see out a full college career than go and enter in the draft earlier because yeah. potentially they can actually um, like have an extra two years in college yeah. and then more than actually go into the draft? Especially on the rookie deal, you'll get yeah. in the NFL. You'll probably be on probably like less than a million. Whereas you see, like, you see in a year, earn another. Yeah, but we, could you not still get them sponsorships and yes. deals while you're in the in the league yes. as well? So it'll be the same. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's still yeah. your name and image and likeness. The whole point is ah, that okay. that you're able to sell a brand that is yourself. So you can you can wear signature sneakers and things like that with the with you, you know ah, like the J, like the Jays like Jordans. Yeah, yeah. Like you could set yourself up with a sneaker deal. Like not many will, but because like, yeah. mm. they're not going to fund a college player to have a full sneaker line. But True. it's yeah, it's yeah. very much something that could happen, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Um, you see some of these players who are so so big on socials. I'm, I'm, I'm millions of followers, right? Yeah. So, you know, there are there are Instagram stars who have few, fewer followers making more money than college players. Mm. For yeah. what reason? No reason I can see. So no. it's well past due. Some of the stuff uh, previous, it's been it's been talked about for decades, but. Some of the things college coaches were saying before, like as soon as players, I think Dabo Swinney said, as soon as uh, college players start making money, that's where you lose me and things like that. Like you're making six million a year yeah. when he said that. It's like really? Mm. That's when they lose you? Like mm. why? I don't understand. They're not going to make more than you because yeah. I I get it. That's when dynamics starts to shift as a coach mm. when they make more than you. That's why that's why NFL coaches are really hard to get and to be good mm. because it's egos in the room and you're making less than your players. Mm. Whereas in college, that's just that's never been the case. Yeah. And it still isn't for most teams. Almost, I don't know any team. And the coaches work. decide your future. Exactly. So it, it, it is it is a big deal. But mm. I think it's a well past due and it was crazy they couldn't get any money off themselves before. Yeah. Well, was it, wasn't that the kind of part of the whole reason why the NCAA didn't want players being able to make money? Because... They wanted it to be amateur competition. Yeah, correct. And as soon as you allow them to make that loads of money, it's, it almost feels like they're not amateurs anymore. It's almost semi-professional. Exactly. But, and that, but, that was the NCAA's reasoning, wasn't it? It was, but I mean, it was it was nonsense reasoning. Yeah, really. of, course, of course it was, because they were making money. So they were making less. money off of it, and they yeah. didn't want players making money. Yeah. when they It was their money they taken away, mm. because the NCAA could use your likeness and get money for it, which is what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you think the game yeah, got funded yeah, before? Yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, it wasn't quite as aggressive as we're literally going to use your likeness and make loads of money, but they did do it in the in the games. Jalen um, Jalen Rose made a big deal about it about ten years ago when they used his face, body, name, everything in the game and didn't even tell him. He didn't even know. He was like, "I'm in the game," and I didn't realize. Because they just they don't he, mm. he, they own your likeness. That sounds illegal. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But that's what you sign up to when you sign up for college sports and that chance to get into the pros, which we've spoken about before. Less than one percent of players make it into the pros. Mm. That's what we sign up for. Mm. But now it makes way more sense. There were players who you know who are now in the league who struggled to make ends meet when they're in college, not because they couldn't make money from the name, engine, likeness. They just weren't able to make any mm. money. Um, so yeah, crazy. But really big move. Yeah, really big sounds, deal. Sounds good. Sounds mm. positive. Definitely positive, yeah. 
Um, moving on to the next thing, so uh, big coaches and player moves uh, in the lead up to the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. So biggest player moves, uh, quarterback Caleb Williams to USC from Oklahoma. He moved with coach Lincoln Riley. I'll go into his move in a minute, but that's a huge move. Yeah, he's meant yeah. to be pretty good. He's yeah, been really heard. good this year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's isn't he like the next Mahomes apparently? Yeah, people are talking about him. He could have gone first in the draft after his second season. Like, mm. like if he was drafted now, he yeah. could he could and it was his first full season. Oh wow! And they were saying, yeah, he could go first in the draft right now. And it's like, oh, that's they're talking that's about bold. So if he, yeah, about Trevor he, Lawrence level of, of yeah. caliber player. Mm. Um, but he can't get drafted, obviously, like we, like I think we mentioned before in a previous episode, that you can't get drafted until your uh, junior season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've played three years in, in the league because they want to they wanna keep players in the league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quinn Ewers, quarterback from Ohio State to, Ohio, Ohio State to Texas, another big move. Uh, I'll just breeze through these. Um, but uh, Jordan Addison from Pittsburgh to USC. Uh, Jamal Gibbs running back from Georgia Tech to Alabama cornerback Eli Ricks from LSU to Alabama uh, offensive tackle Kingsley uh, Suamatea from Oregon to BYU Jackson Dart QB from USC to Ole Miss so they moved Jackson Dart out of USC to bring Caleb Williams in he went to uh, Ole Miss okay. and actually he had a good year at Ole Miss so he wasn't a bad quarterback they just prefer Caleb Williams with, uh, with Lincoln Riley Quarterback Bo Nix from Auburn to Oregon. He had another Bo really good Nicks. year. Bo Nix, <laughs> another really good year. Oregon had a great year. We'll yeah. go over that later. Go but Ducks. Yeah, <laughs> go Ducks. Um, and wide receiver Mario Williams from Oklahoma to USC. Uh, roundup of that. So USC making the biggest moves following the move of Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma to USC, again, which I'll go on to in a second. So those are the main player ones. But yeah, USC were big movers this year. Yeah. We'll go into kind of key moments from the season and how how big a shift they had as a team but they've immediately become one of the best 10 uh, best 20 teams in the in the league okay. how, the entire CFB so how often I guess if you put it into quotes like NFL terms stuff like that how how often do the kind of college teams shift in standards so obviously you've got your elite college and then like how how easy for college teams to break into that bracket and how, like how often do they actually seem to like kind of move around Sure, so we, we spoke about D1 teams, there being, I think, 132 teams, yeah. I think we spoke in a previous episode, mm, um, uh, and, and then multiple Division 2 teams, etc., and moving between the two divisions is, moving from Division 2 to Division 1 is quite difficult, you can request a reclassification, and there's that's a whole process, it, is, it does happen, but mm, it's rare. And even if you move from D2 to D1, you're not mm. going to... You're not going to broach anywhere near the playoffs for a long period of time, yeah. which I'll now go on to your question, Chrisky. So um, it's very difficult in the current playoff setup to break into that top four. Yeah. Because even if you get an undefeated season, you are not guaranteed to get into the playoffs. Huh? Is that the whole strength of schedule thing? It's it's strength of schedule, but it's, it's also um, it's done based off a playoff committee. So there's a committee that yeah. decides who the top uh, who the rankings are, yeah. and the top four are ranked by the committee, and they decide who the top four are. Right. The reason they do that is because strength of schedule, like Dami says, if you play in a certain conference, the SEC, some of the bigger conferences, you're going to play tougher teams, and therefore going undefeated in that conference, or even just losing one or two games in that conference, yeah. is better than winning all your games in a much worse conference. Okay. Football terms for you. Having a, <laughs> having, having a 30-win, 8-loss-no-draw season in the Premier League mm-hmm. is better than having an undefeated season in League One, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, 
Fair enough. Similar, similar kind of thing. Okay. Um, it's not out always as aggressive as that, but championship, similar kind of thing. Undefeated mm. in the championship, but eight losses in the Premier League. You're starting to get a bit closer. Yeah. Like, but really, that championship team moves up to the Premier League. Where yeah, are they next? Back down. Yeah. <laughs> they could be. They could at best they're mid table. Yeah. At best they're mid table, right? So that's kind of the similar, the similar thinking. Wolves finished seventh in their first season oh, back in the no, ground. No, so. no one cares about Wolves which first season was that? The fifteenth. How are we classing mid-table? That sounds mid-table to me. Oh, sorry. Fourth right now. Um, um, in a terrible season. Fourth oh, right now. wow. Whatever, man. Terrible season. Fourth. All right, move on. Um, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, 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 let's go. Um, anyway, so um, those are the big player moves. Mm. Uh, I hope that all makes sense. And how the oh, in a, just a bit more on the playoffs. So top four is how you is, is the playoffs. That's it. Yeah. So yeah, undefeated season doesn't necessarily mean you get in, and mm. it's decided by a playoff committee who decide who the teams are. One thing I'll just add: upcoming, they are planning on shifting that to a twelve-team playoff, which is a really really big deal. They're planning on expanding the playoffs to be more teams, Absolutely. which is way better. Are you going from four to sixteen? 12. 12. So, 12, 12, 12, sorry. What, 4 to 12? Yes, yeah, yeah. that increased about 8. Okay. Still, still a big increase. It is because they've realised that there are a lot of good teams that could compete mm. and then you have a lot bigger games. It means, because at the moment, I don't want to get into the bowl games in too much detail because they get, we've spoken about it in a previous episode as well, but there's a lot of bowl games, but a lot of those bowl games don't really mean a lot. Mm, yeah. And often you'll find that the big players don't play in them if they're trying to get drafted. Because why? What's the, what's the point? It's not going to improve your draft capital, and really, you're just injury. you're just risk of injury. So they're trying to make more games at the end of the season relevant and interesting. Again, Premier League terms, right? If you've got a team that's nine points clear and there's two games left in the season, yeah, the season's over. It's boring. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. Under twenty ones. Yeah. So so it's it's a waste of time. Whereas whereas the idea of expanding to a twelve team playoff is that you have more games that mean something. And that's only good for the sport, right? Mm. And the players, right? Because yeah. then you actually want to play, you, you, you push yourself and you're then a playoff player. That can improve your draft capital as well. Yeah. Gives you ch- more chances to get game film, which we've spoken about is a, is a big yeah. deal as well. So how would it actually work? Because I'm trying to work it out in my head. Would a couple of teams get a bye? Like the top two teams get a bye? Because if you mm. think at 12, mm. then you end up with six. Yeah, yeah top four teams. I think, I think so. Top four teams get a bye I, and I, then it's like... A, I think it'll be final semi-final situation. I think it'll be something like okay. that. I, I don't think they fully found out all the details sure. on exactly how sure. that'll work, but they are their their full plan is from four to twelve. Okay, it's way past you again. NCAA moving at a glacial pace, mm. but it, it it totally makes sense um, that that happens. More games, more interesting games. So coaching moves. We went to big coaching moves in the off season. So Lincoln Riley to USC was the main one I discussed. Massive that shifted so many players around it changed the whole dynamic of, of the kind of uh, of the um, draft portal because uh, sorry the transfer portal because so many players were then shifted around who were moving with him or moving away because their role got taken he, he like just that. got that much pull or what? well USC is one of the biggest brands mm. in college football and they haven't been that good for a while but now getting one of the best coaches in the in the um, in CFB it it just he everyone gravitates to him because he's such a good coach and he was so good with Oklahoma um, last year in 2021 that players moved with him and as a result a lot of players then shifted away mm. but very very quickly as I said they had the best uh, they made the biggest moves in the transfer portal because he's got that gravitational pull and they're now expected to be a bigger franchise 
And California's got a massive, a massive um, intake of, of high school players. And being the best team in California automatically just um, increases that kind of mm. potential of players that will then want to come and play yeah. for you. It's very easy for USC to get significantly better, whereas it would be much harder for a team in the North to get better because there's not as many players. Yeah, fair. Far more players play in the South and in California and on the coast. Florida. So isn't that just assuming that everyone stays within their state though from high school? Well, they do because it's because you get uh, cheaper yeah. schooling. Yeah. And even and and just generally and even if you get because obviously a lot of them get uh, a lot of players get um, well, yeah, scholarship. Scholarship, yeah. But but moving across countries isn't something you you do. That would be like going from the UK to go and go to school in like Ukraine or somewhere just really like it's like, a wild choice sorry <laughs> bad example bad example I mean of all the choices but okay my bad Turkey my bad Turkey another natural disaster but cool <laughs> Greece yeah. further I'm trying to do somewhere that's like that's like for India I don't know yeah. it's far <laughs> I don't know it's keep going Australia oh. it's far right it's a yeah. big move um, and as I said there's a lot of a lot of um, a lot of all of the best college programs and all the players play in the south or on the coasts so that's where the biggest um, it's warm is. weather clearly yeah. it's a warm weather game it's a buffalo warm weather game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo when it's snowing well, Min- I mean Minnesota decided to put a dome on it because yeah. they were like I'm not touching that anymore <laughs> 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 the Vikings were like no shot yeah. <laughs> too cold out here a uh, few other coaching moves we want to discuss. So Brent Venables to Oklahoma. He then obviously shifted to Oklahoma in the move of Lincoln Riley. Sonny Dykes to TCU was a big shift. Yeah. Um, TCU obviously performing incredibly well, which we'll get into a little bit later, but big move there. Um, Kellen DeBoer to Washington. Washington, really good year as well. Brian Kelly to LSU. LSU kind of ever since that exceptional team with Joe Burrow, mm. they've that they yeah. did a little but as you'd expect yeah. because yeah, you have the first draft pick and Jamar Chase yeah, of course. the team was stacked as we spoke yeah. about in a previous episode yeah. um, but Brian Kelly's a really big move for them and, and LSU starting to bring it back and I'll go into my rankings later but I think LSU are coming coming back um, again as I say they've got a lot of players in the area that will, that will come and play for them um, and then Marcus Freeman to Notre Dame so those are my those are my big coaching moves nice cool, cool. Um, key moments then from the season so USC going from a pretty average program like I've just mentioned to one of the best with help from the transfer portal Lincoln Riley um, coming up short against Utah twice in some really incredible games um, a 43-42 game uh, what it, it was incredible um, yeah just some unbelievable play uh, from Williams as well um, and the Utah team is is really good so yeah really good games but two, two, come, two games where they came up short where yeah, if they've got those wins, could have been a different season mm-hmm. for them. But is the scoring similar to the NFL in that high scoring games? Well, we spoke before. Higher scoring, lower scoring. Yeah, I, I, I think they tend to be higher scoring games because yeah. their defense. Because I think the offensive players are so good, and a lot of the time the defensive, the decent defensive side of the ball, they're just they're not able to keep up. Whereas in the pro game, they, they, yeah. can, they can actually they keep get up. They get a lot better when they yeah. get to... Yeah. Well, we so, spoke about that in a previous yeah. episode, yeah. about all the key differences in the sports and yeah. why, the, why the average points. There's, in average, more than seven points more in, on an average college mm. game than there is in NFL. Like, like I mentioned, the hash marks are much farther apart. You can exploit yeah, matchups yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah. we spoke about before. Um, 
The other thing is um, they lost to Tulane in the Cotton Bowl, so missed their chance at a playoff yeah. in the yeah. playoffs. That, they had a shot at it, losing yeah. to Utah twice, and then losing in the Cotton Bowl killed out yeah. their chances. But yeah, there's no chance of that. Maybe next year. Uh, TCU most improved team, I would say, going from five and seven in 2021 to 13 and two this year, making it to the national championship game, so, being unranked at the start of the season. Sonny Dykes having an unbelievable season and Max Duggan breakout year. We love an underdog story. We love an underdog story. It's the point of sport. Hey, yeah, it's the point exactly. Of sport. So wait, BCB. So wait. <laughs> oh my god, it's BCB. Man. <laughs> So, so explain to me, TCU. Were they, were they just really good this season? Like Sonny Dykes coming in, Max Duggan at quarterback. Were they just a match made in heaven, or was it a bit like the Vikings, where they were scraping by, get, getting these wins, and they had like a negative net? No, oh no, they were blowing teams out. Okay, they were blowing teams out. <laughs> oh no, they were okay. blowing teams out. TCU played really well. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Their, their semi final before they made the championship game, unbelievable. They played really well. Um, yeah, Max Duggan just just came out of nowhere, just had a breakout year, much, much better. Really, really good. Clearly worked with Sonny Dykes. Um, yeah, really, really strong team. Worked with the run game. Yeah. Just, yeah, all seemed to come together. I think they'll have a dip. I think they're losing a couple of players. Yeah. Sonny Dykes isn't going to be able to keep that going forever. It's not a program where they're getting all of these players like we spoke about with some of the other teams you know your USC's mm. your Miami's your your, play, your yeah. teams where they just got a lot of players coming in this is kind of a, a flash in the pan moment for TCU I think I think it'll still be good next year but yeah. we're not talking playoff contenders I don't think um, Nebraska one of the craziest moments Nebraska fired Scott Frost their head coach after just three games Ooh, in, which, in which they were one and two and the two games they lost close that's brutal why brutal yeah so um, people largely raise their eyebrows at it like really that seems harsh Um, (laughs) but they they I think at the start said we need to go 3-0 these aren't great teams so because the because the disparity in skill set and in in skills and ability is often so big between um, the better teams and the worst teams and Nebraska aren't a top team but they have been in the past Mm. the Cornhuskers um, but they but they are some but they played some slightly weaker teams that you would generally expect to beat. It's it's like a Premier League team, right? Early on in the season, you're Man City and you play against the newly promoted team. You lose three, like you lose you lose a game yeah. against a freshly promoted team after a bit. being that bigger team. I wouldn't expect them to get sacked just after three games of the season. That's just, oh, would Pep get sacked? After, no, after, no. Nah. that's don't, just savage. Listen, don't get me wrong. Eyebrows are raised. And yeah. I thought it was weird and I think it was harsh. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. I think it was harsh. Yeah, but do we know what the internal conversations yeah, were? Like, uh, like, yeah. like for example, maybe maybe the conversation at the start of the season was I wanna make it I wanna make it to the playoffs. And mm-hmm. then the, and if we're gonna make it to the playoffs, we need to go we need to win every single game. After after the first three games, you already know you're not going to make the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. you might as well get rid of it. He might. If, have if, if that was the yeah. conversation, yeah, 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 fits off the board. Yeah, exactly. He might have just gone. Oh, I'm out of here. Yeah, like, set the season off, and then let's yeah. go again next year. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's tough though. Yeah. <laughs> you're that coach. You're like damn. Yeah, because for some of the big, some of for, for at least for some of the bigger teams, after three games, if you've lost two, you already know you're going to find it hard to make mm. it to the playoffs. The way that the way the committee cho- choose 
choose the, um, who makes it you already know after but, three games or four games whether you actually have a chance of making it yeah this is the difference though with, with the committee deciding yeah. is that if you're in Alabama yeah. even if you lose two games at the start of the season you could still get in <laughs> you easily yeah. still get in yeah. you win the rest you win out you'll get in yeah but they didn't no yeah, they didn't that's a yeah. different who story who are the committee like, who are these people they're, they are they're, they're designated people who operate as the committee they're professionals in the in the um, who work for the NCAA as, as, as the actual player committee is their role fair enough I, I don't love it I think it has its benefits because it means that they avoid bad teams getting into the playoffs just because they've had one good year it avoids because well, that's good that's, that's what we want that's <laughs> we want underdogs that's what we like that is what should happen if you expand to a 12 team playoff in a 14 playoff they've done it before they did it with the Cincinnati Bearcats who were undefeated the hell is a Bearcat yeah they, they, <laughs> <laughs> mush two things together what man and just like here we go <laughs> oh I forget it sometimes um, happened with Cincinnati oh. they were undefeated and everyone was pushing saying they're undefeated they're mm. a good team put them in the playoffs they put them in the playoffs and they got destroyed uh, and that happened two years ago they got annihilated mm. and they was like the, play- the committee just didn't say anything they were like we warned you we yeah. warned you this is what happens and this is why we have a committee and this is why we avoid this kind of thing yeah. like you can go undefeated but you're still going to get blown out by Alabama I want to see that though yeah, really. Do they deserve because a shot? If they've 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 gone undefeated all year, they deserve a shot at the playoffs. Because whether they get it's like FA Cup final, like Wigan got to the final. Mm. Under, oh, was it Wigan or someone? And then yeah, they lost five 0 but they still yeah. got there. I agree with you. In a twelve-team playoff, absolutely. Mm. In a fourteen playoff, it just it just means one of the games is a joke. Yeah, you're just giving you're giving these big dogs too many options to just yeah breeze through. Yeah. But you're, kind of agree. Yeah, to the playoffs, but then they actually have a competitive game. The thing is, Alabama, when they got their game against Cincinnati, were like, cool. Happy days for them, because they just blew them out. They got an easier route. Yes, but if they don't deserve to be then in the first instance. As I say, I actually agree with you. I think if it works with a 12-team player, but it does not really work with a 14 player. Mm. Because you just, you just end up having an easy game. And what happens is the team that gets the easy game just has a massive advantage in the national championship game because they've just blown out a team and they've just dropped all their stars in the third quarter because why am I playing you were up like 30 mm-hmm. so just yeah uh, it has its benefits as I say because it avoids generally things like that until the committee get pushed too hard and then they're mm. like keep pushing us keep keep pushing us <laughs> okay we'll put a bad team in I'll there I'll bring you some bobcats decimate it yeah we'll, yeah, we'll bring you some bearcats <laughs> to, to decimate oh, and Cincinnati bear. are a good team Cincinnati are a good team but they got they were good really team. good terrible name <laughs> oh we got some worse ones um, <laughs> we got some worse ones but um, yeah great team everyone's talking about how amazing they are everyone's saying they could easily give Alabama a good game and got destroyed it's yeah. just like yeah because people were hoping they would do it and that's why the underdog story is so people are compelled by it but then it comes down to it and it's I still want to see it every year so I'm getting blown out <laughs> oh, <laughs> in you the playoffs the 12 team 12 team playoff yeah, yeah. game on yeah, yeah. Um, Kansas Jayhawks big comeback year for them from 2-10 in 2021 winning 3 in a row at the start of the season they finished 6-7 six and, seven, six and seven, which obviously isn't a great season but it's still a big turnaround from 2-10 and, and again as I say they won their first 3 games 
Uh, and they had one of the most exciting bowl games in bowl history. Ooh. Triple overtime, losing 55-53 to Arkansas. Um, and they were leading TCU at halftime back in October before eventually losing 38-31. Mm. So I know I know you explained the overtime rule in college football um, in the in the previous episode. But can you just explain it again? Because it does it does it work the same as the pro game? No, no, no. So I think I discussed this in one of the previous episodes. But yeah, so um, basically now what they do is um, you go, you start from twenty five yards out from your opposing team's end zone, so yeah. twenty five yards away from scoring a touchdown, and then you just play. So instead of kicking off like in the program and you start from your own 25, you start from your opposition's 25, mm. close to scoring a touchdown, and then you just try and score a touchdown, then they try and score a touchdown, and then it's essentially back and forth. So how do you, how do you, how's it win? Is it, is it time, is it? No, no, you just keep going until someone doesn't score, which is why I went to triple overtime. Oh! Or someone doesn't score a touchdown. They change it up, it gets, um, uh, they make it, they make it, um, I can't remember what they do. I think I discussed it in a previous episode, but they, they, they change it so it becomes much harder to score or much easier to score so someone someone's more likely to screw it up. Take a player off or something. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, they, yeah, it's, they, they change it up as the further down you go. I think it's then two-point conversions they do, oh, right. um, which are much harder to convert. Oh, okay. um, so they switch up to two-point conversions to win it. Nah, long snapper's got to be your quarterback. Things like that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but some would argue it makes a bit of a mockery of the sport, but sure. Mm. Coach has got to be your only receiver. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then you rely on having a really like in shape coach, and yeah. some of the big boys are going to struggle. Nick, imagine Nick, Nick Saban. Nick there. Saban, man. Nick Saban throwing a quarterback. Oh, oh, Dabo Sweeney, offensive tackle. He does a Philly special in the end zone, and he's jogging in to try and catch it. Like, I'd love to see that. Um, and then my final key moment for the season was Sam Hartman returned to uh, Wake Forest and had a very good year. Um, he was listed as um, indefinitely out of out for a non-football related medical issue, uh, which made it seem like he would never make it back. Mm. But he made it back and had a good season. So good he's, for Sam Hartman. He's the old QB one guy, isn't he? He was on QB one Netflix series. Was he? I don't know. Yeah, Wake Forest. Sam, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Yeah. Is he? I don't know. I've not seen oh, him. You've not watched QB1? I've it, seen but some, I don't, but I've not oh, seen I don't remember him being on there. I don't remember him being on Netflix, like yeah, he was right on. Um, it's all about Jake Frog. Yeah, he was. He might have even been oh, in that. Yeah, he that was. That was it. He recovered from a blood clot. Wow. He had a blood Sam, clot. Yeah, Sam Hartman. Yeah, QB1. Okay, fair enough. enough. Guys, get to know. Anyways, yeah, good for Sam Hartman. Like, likeable guy. He was a very likeable guy. He's a good player. Still is, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, but like, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, he got out of the league and it for an un- unrelated injury, unrelated medical yeah. issue, not an injury related. That is tough. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, but he's he, he made it back. Good season for Wake Forest. Um, could find him still at Wake Forest. Could get moved to a bigger team in the off season. Um, from the South Portal. I think it could very easily happen. Okay. Um, Wake Forest are a good side and they had a good season, but it's not a big, big franchise. But he could move no, to a. There's, there's some teams out there that need quarterbacks, and if he's if he's healthy again, he could get picked up. So, like Sam Hartman, so good for him. Yeah. Can we just swing so back to the coach coach moves? So, like mm-hmm. in the previous episode, we spoke about how the the levels of moving from being a college coach to being a NFL coach what's right. it like with high school and college 
Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, Carl, I don't know about high school coaches moving to college. I think it's a very, pretty similar thing because there's a lot of college programs. Mm. So if you're a good high school coach moving to be a uh, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, wide receiver coach, whatever, in in one of the like your local college, probably isn't that hard. It's mm. probably not easy. You need yeah. to have a resume. You need to sure. have coached, but. It's far easier. There's, there's 132 Division One teams. There's also Division Two teams. There's yeah. JUCO. Yeah. Like there's uh, JUCO for the listeners is uh, junior college, um, which we'll go into another episode. We'll go into detail on that. But um, there's a lot of coaching opportunities at more junior levels of uh, the college game. But I don't know. I mean, I imagine I don't think it's that yeah. that, that challenging. But I mean, there's only 32. American okay. National yeah, yeah, yeah. Teams, NFL teams. So. But they still go through a similar route where they probably go to be a. Offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator. Uh, yeah, I mean it's on the, the head coach. I I imagine there's probably scenarios where the head coach has gone to be a head coach of a maybe not so good uh, college team. Mm. I don't think there's that big a shift from mm. being a big high school coach to being a lower level college coach. I think it's a far bigger shift from being a college coach to an NFL coach because yeah. Yeah. because of the reasons we've spoken about before, like he goes in the room, salary changes. You're basically going from a team of players that make no money to a team of players that make no money so egos in the room is probably not something you have to worry about as much which is one of the hardest things man management things yeah, like yeah. I, I do think a significant fat part of being a college coach though is recruiting players mm. you have to make your program seem yeah. attractive to, yeah. to, to, to potential recruits That's and true. especially if you're a small college and a college where it's likely that you won't get picked up in the draft and that and that NFL teams will not be coming, and there are players who hope one day to be in the NFL. It's going to be hard to recruit players. So you, so as a coach, you have to be, you have to be a, a leader of men. You have to be mm. a great person, mm. a basic salesman. I and, imagine, and, and you wouldn't have to do that at high school. Sure, that's not all on on the head coach though. To be, uh, well, it would be it, it would be on the di- it would be on the director of the athletic director, but. Yeah, be on the coach because at the end of the day, you're playing for the coach. You're not playing yeah. for the athletic director. Depends yeah. on the college team as well. Yeah. May not have an athletic director. Yeah. May not be. They may not be that big a college. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, couple of notable results from this year that I'll just go through quickly before we move on to kind of a playoff roundup. Um, Appalachian State in week two beat Texas A&M 17-14. Massive upset that set, to set the tone for a really poor year for A&M. Losing, losing 17-14 to an Appalachian State team is not something Texas A&M can really live with. Um, yeah, that's pretty poor. Michigan beat Ohio State at Ohio State 28-3. Second half performance from J.J. McCarthy outplaying C.J. Stroud and putting Michigan firmly in control of the playoff picture and all but ensuring a top three seed. Yeah, that's huge. Big, big game that's from Michigan. Um, put themselves in a great, great position. TCU beat Baylor, last second field goal with the clock running. So that is a big difference for those of us that have watched American football a lot. If taking a field goal whilst the clock is running is very, very different than taking it when the clock isn't running and you've mm, got a timeout, yeah. you've got a rush, everyone's got to get placed, everyone's got to set, uh, yeah. kick, t- clock is ticking down, yeah. last second, kicked it through, amazing moment. Um, yeah, that was really good. Um, Utah beating USC, Cam Rising, huge performance, 415 yards and the two-point conversion at the end to win the game. Huge decision from Kyle Whittingham to go for it as well, to get that two-point conversion to win. Yeah, another crazy game. 
Um, TCU beat Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. Both semifinals were unbelievable. Georgia versus Ohio State was pretty crazy as well for those of us that watched it. Mm. Arian Smith coming up big for Georgia, 129 yards and a touchdown. Efforts from CJ Stroud, Egbuka, and Harrison Jr. Not quite enough as the game finished 42-41. Ohio State 50-yard field goal missed at the end. No chance. Noah Ruggles shanked it. And yes, it would have, <laughs> yes, it would have been his longest kick. But still had absolutely no chance. <laughs> shanked it. 50 yards. 50 yards is big for a college player, and he shanked it. Yeah. Um, How far do you reckon you could kick? Oh, like 20. Did you say 12 or 20? 20. Oh, I thought you said 12 or something. 12? <laughs> 12's like the length of this room. 12. That's why I was just like. 12. <laughs> Wait, you don't think you can kick it further than 20? Through, through a post. <laughs> Wait, am I bugging out here? Twenty's not that far. Twenty's not far. It's a box, really. Yeah. Yeah. You can't kick it. I said I can kick it twenty. We said oh. further than twenty. Yeah, can you? I don't, I don't think I've hit many further than twenty. <laughs> oh my god! I think you guys are crazy. You see the kick a ball though. I think you guys are crazy to think you'd confidently kick an American football that hard, that far, directly through the posts. Yeah, man. You get it in the middle of. The- <laughs> I would like to be out yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I wouldn't say 50 yards, but I think I'm like, yeah, I can do 35. 35? 35. 35. There are professional NFL kickers that miss 35 yards. That's not my problem. I can do 35. Yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not throwing, <laughs> don't make your millions then. I'm not throwing all the variables. I'm just thinking, yes, yeah, one of those little sticks that hold, tease the ball up and then goes. Yeah, I could do 35. I reckon oh, okay. I could okay. no, I don't want any linebackers running at me no I just want yeah set okay. there and then kick it I'll okay bet. we need to do an episode yeah we need to do an episode of filming that bet money you're <laughs> not yeah. hitting 35 yards <laughs> I think I, I reckon could. I could five chances five uh, yeah five you're chances. not hitting more than one no 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 but he's got techers though I, he does you think he could play college no that's not what I'm saying that's not what I'm saying variables aren't there no variables they often miss 35 yard kicks yeah, but they got the variables. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the confidence, but damn. I like. The, thank you, boys, for backing yeah, me. Yeah, ben, of course. Yeah, we'll have a conversation later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take yeah, it outside. I'm, I'm, I'm backing me. I can we'll, do it too. We'll take it, we'll take it outside. What I'll do is I'll stand 36 yards away, and uh, we'll see if you can hit me with the ball. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Well, you're a big target, so. Huh? <laughs> Cold-bloody. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, yeah, so, this guy, so what happened with Tennessee? Tennessee beat Alabama. I'm sick of you, man. Um, <laughs> Tennessee beat Alabama. Hendon Hooker playing an unbelievable game. Definitely should have gone to New York as a finalist, but mm. didn't. Caleb Williams 100% deserved to win it. He was he won the Heisman, but um, and he will be a number overall, a number one overall pick. But Hendon Hooker had a great year and will likely go in the second round of the draft in April. Who who were the finalists of the Heisman? Uh, my boy Stenson. Oh, Stenson. Caleb Williams. Caleb. Uh, TCU. Max Stegman and. Was it either CBS? Well, I think Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. Okay, is it, so is it QBs? A, high, yes. a Heisman yes. usually won by QBs, running yeah. backs, wide receivers? Maybe not even wide receivers? Yeah, no, no uh, Devontae Smith. A few years ago for Alabama. Yeah. Uh, it is won by wide receivers and sometimes running backs, mm. um, but it's more often than not quarterbacks. Cause the game is just all about quarterbacks. It is a QB sport. Yeah, it's a quarterback driven sport, absolutely. 
Um, LSU beat Alabama in overtime, pretty much finishing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, no, you say QB sport, but no. Stenson Bennett didn't make a difference for Georgia here, just <laughs> <laughs> oh, No, nah, carry on. Damn. He's got some feelings about Stenson Bennett, hasn't he? Yeah. Let's see where he goes. I'm pretty sure he's saying Stenson the whole time. He's well. saying Stenson. Yeah. <laughs> Stinkson. Stinkson? <laughs> Listen, if he goes anywhere near the top of the draft, you'll get a fiver off me. What's the, what's, the, what's the top of the draft then? Anywhere in the top four rounds. Oh. In the top. He ain't going to the top four. He ain't going to the first four rounds. Christy, where do you actually think he'll go? Top four rounds, no. <laughs> you, think <laughs> you think he'll go in the fourth? Yeah. You think Stetson Bennett's going in the fourth round of the NFL draft? Yep. All right. I think some NFL teams need quarterbacks. Yeah, they don't need that quarterback. <laughs> they okay. like someone who's got the ability to grow. He's got... Uh, yeah, he's got experience already. He's, he's like he's, 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. LSU. Yeah, he'll go. He'll go fifth or sixth round. Um, LSU beat Alabama in overtime. Pretty much finishing any chance Alabama had at the playoffs. Bryce Young will still be probably the number one pick or at least the second overall pick. Um, but yeah, tough year for Alabama in the end. Um, Texas A&M, who had a disappointing season, pretty much crush LSU's chances at the playoffs as well. So really, really weird. LSU finished off Alabama. Texas A&M finished off LSU. Um, Georgia then demolished TCU, making a statement to all of college football that they're the best with two national championships in a row. Pretty, yeah. pretty nuts year for them. That is yeah, that, that dynasty was, right there. Yeah. Well, Stetson's gone, so clearly not. Yeah? <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that's creating one. That is back-to-back. What uh-huh. was it? Alabama was the previous one to do that in 2011. So question about, so question about your opinion on Stetson Bennett. Um, if they then win a third national championship in the row... Like a third, if they win it next year, yeah, or Stetson. No, because then he put the foundations in as well. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> he put the foundations. In. Yeah, I really he's that. obviously I because really someone's been sitting really behind that. him for a whole year, two years, and then yeah. Oh my! Someone probably got someone probably came in, got drafted while he's been there this whole time. Um, <laughs> guy's about forty. Don't hate red shirt for five years. Um. <sighs> And those are my key things from the season. Playoffs? Yeah. Playoff roundup? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you know that the yeah, football playoff was the first one that didn't um, feature Alabama or Clemson? I didn't know that. That's one ever. Yeah, so that's the committee, that's the committee for you. Wow. So there's only four teams out of, what, the 132, and it's the first ever year they've not been in. One of those two teams hasn't been in. Yeah, but my question is, is that because they've been good every single year mm. up until literally the year just gone? Yeah, yeah, bit of okay. both. Yeah, yeah. obviously, yeah, because they've got the probably the stature yeah. of their yeah. Alabama, yeah. but also yeah, yeah because they're obviously good programs. I know Nick Saban is is the most winningest coach in college football. <laughs> what? Winningest. It's a phrase. It's a phrase. It should be the most winningest coach. I would say most winning is you just say the winning is. Yeah, sorry. Or the most successful. I should have said the most successful. Winning isn't any better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like saying guesstimate. I hate that. Who says guesstimate? People, man. (laughs) People I don't talk to. Who are you working with there, man? The same guesstimate. All I'm saying is people in this room don't say guesstimate. Why do you think that is? I don't listen to people say guesstimate. <laughs> <laughs> you get relegated from the room if you say guesstimate. Yeah, my worst is people that say Pacific instead of specific. Pacific. Pacific. That, that Pacific one. 
hanging out oh, with eight-year-olds. Like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go sit on the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not, yeah. Okay. Danny's yeah. tested how he says it. He's yeah. Am I going not the SI? <laughs> checking himself <laughs> now. I'm, I'm real quiet over here. Yeah, I'm talking about oceans. <laughs> I'm real quiet. Jeez. All right, finish up playoffs. Let's summarise, let's summarise. Sure. Well, yeah, obviously, I think one of the big ones was, yeah, the TCU, you mentioned it, uh, going from unranked to underdog and then reaching the actual, the big finale. But sadly, Georgia <laughs> was all over them. I think they set the record, didn't they? Yeah, they blew them out. Yeah. <laughs> set the record of the biggest win. Shows being nice uh, about it. Uh, yeah, they blew them out. So, yeah, tough ending for them. Yeah. But it was actually the first school from Texas to make the college football Really? Yeah. What? Surprising. Oh, for a lot of big players in the country, Texas. The, the Longhorns are a good side, really? Nope. According to this, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. First school from Texas. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. Mm. Go TCU. Well, yeah. I think Patrick, didn't Patrick Mahomes play for that Texas Tech? Yeah, yeah he did. And, yeah, he did. And, and, oh, he wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I, I know that. But like, surely there would have been players, good players that came through in Texas. Oh yeah, there's a lot of good Texas players. Yeah. So yeah, did he yeah. play there the whole time? He got, he got drafted from Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got common. drafted from Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Josh, um, Josh, Josh Wyoming. Josh Wyoming, yeah. Wyoming, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. So often, often the case. Like we spoke about quarterbacks yeah, moving yeah. up and from from West teams to get chased around a lot, and they they learn how to play. How you're going to play in the NFL, which is you're not going to have to just stand there. And yeah. Throw. yeah, yeah. You're getting True. chased. Yeah. yeah. You're right, you're right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, George will win it all. And then, yeah, let's look forward, I guess. Let's move into a little bit, looking into the future. Yeah, absolutely. So, future draft picks, styles of the NFL, a few players we've already discussed, but I'll just I'll just ping through a few names. So, uh, Max Duggan and Stetson Bennett did bolster their rev- resumes <laughs> for the upcoming draft. Yeah, it's I will say, I will say both will likely go in the later rounds, though. Yeah, probably, but, you know. Yeah. Yep. I want to see a bet on this. What's the actual bet? On what? On w- if Stetson Bennett goes in the first four rounds, what are you doing? I said I give him a fiver. Oh, is it? No, no, no you've got to do something more than that. Mm. I was on camera. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of show do you think this is? The thing is. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, Will Levis, another good season for Kentucky. Will likely go early in the first round, probably top 10, but likely probably the third quarterback off the off the board behind CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Sure. Um, Will Anderson, edge rusher for Alabama, likely probably go top five, top 10 as well. Um, always seems to find a way to get to the quarterback and had 10 sacks this year. That's really good year. Yeah, really good year. Like, it's, just, it's solid, solid edge rusher. Yeah. Quentin Johnson, TCU star, wide receiver, likely go go early in the first uh, first round. Jordan Addison, strong year for USC, likely also go in the first round. A couple of good wide receivers. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle for Georgia, probably go in the first round. Bryce Breesy, defensive tackle for Clemson, yeah. another good player who's probably going to go pretty high up first round. Yeah. Peter Skoronsky, tackle for Northwestern, best pass blocker in the country, allowing only five pressures on 383 That's snaps. That's insane. Wow. Five that pressures. insane. What's this guy made of? Northwestern. I mean, Lord a brick knows. wall, but moving one. Um, who's, the, who's the guy that you sent me that... Um the real four earlier. Oh, I, I, I forgot. I forgot. But oh. yeah, yeah, him, him in the combat. Well, as you know, it was his pro day. 
Yeah. Was it? What, was, that, was that this year? Or was that? No, no. Uh, yeah, it was this year. We need to find that because yeah, it's kind of a freak of nature. Yeah, it was like a bear. Yeah, a bear cat. Or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nimble. Oh man. But but b- big. I don't know where they get these things. <laughs> oh, we'll do. Just we'll mix, do just mix random words here with random animals. There's some. Even there's Jay Hawk. Unless a Jay Hawk is a thing, and I don't know about it. Is a Jay Hawk a thing? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. What's a Jay Hawk look like, Demi? He's not like a sea bear or something. Yeah, he's like, like, I mean, they got Adam Bobcats there, I think. But a bear cat is definitely not a thing. By the way, the guy's name is DJ Fluker. Oh, DJ Fluker. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's nuts. a freak, yeah. man. They were just running at him with pads and he just there like, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, last one, Michael Mayer, Titan for Notre Dame. Could sneak into the top 10, top 15. Um, Titans don't often go that high, often yeah, go that high up. No but he was key for Notre Dame 51 catches 624 yards 5 touchdowns but crucially he was key for their run game as well so that could translate into the NFL pretty well you can't necessarily translate hands and, and, and ability to separate but pass blocking that can translate pretty well and no other Titans really close to the first round so he could get picked up early by maybe Panthers Green Bay Texans or Tennessee they could need sure. the tight end do you I don't know whether it's just me just the last couple of years I've been following the draft I've noticed that yeah certain years it then sucks up like positions seem to like recycle so one year it's kind mm-hmm. of like offence and see will be a really see a big quarterback draft next year will be yeah potentially I've seen like you, I've, what I'm seeing is a lot of edge rushers defensive tackles mm-hmm. in this draft obviously there's quite a strong QB draft as well is that quite common then the fact that positions seem to recycle like every two years or like you'll just suddenly get a because well, I remember seeing like I think it was Devante Smith's draft Wide receivers galore. Like, yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. Is there a reason why? I guess there's just these, or is it just? I don't know. Actually, um, it does seem to happen. Maybe that's just confirmation bias, though. You think you're going to see it, and therefore you see it. So I don't yeah. know. It could be a bit of that, but I think also, I think there might be a little bit of competition and arrogance to it. Like, no, I'm the best wide receiver. Mm, yeah, I think there could be a little bit of that. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done much research on it, or have any data really to back that up but like players are really heavily driven by ego we've spoken about before like ego 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 particularly skill position players like pure ego so could be a little bit of competition there to say yeah okay you're gonna you're gonna submit for the draft this year okay i'm gonna submit for the draft this year let's see who goes higher yeah Yeah, that is real popular because you still see who is it that's just retired i don't know um yeah, it's Travis Kelsey actually, not retired obviously, but he was still bitter the fact that the Eagles didn't take him and yeah. who got picked ahead of him, Zach Ertz. But yeah. Yeah. it was like yeah. he was they're still even though they've made a career in the NFL, yeah. they've done so much yeah. and they're still like, No, still bitter that someone beat him out. Yeah. So <laughs> it's mad it's yeah. well, But but the only way you make it to the NFL is if you have fought to be the best in your position. Mm at least once mm. like to beat someone out for your position like you've beaten them you've taken the position that's your position you probably did in high school you almost certainly did it in college um, at least once yeah so 
they've got to have a bit of an ego and and that's what we spoke about in terms of coaching like you've got to have a bit of ego a bit of an ego and a bit of like a bit of swag about you otherwise you're gonna just lose your job so yeah. it almost it would almost be weird if they didn't do you know yeah. what i mean particularly for skill position players where there's where there's an element of bragging rights and taking your position and then on the offensive line you've got five five roles mm. wide receiver you can end up on the bench unless you're unless you're a one or two yeah so yeah no true fine those are the big draft picks I think probably upcoming for the, in the upcoming draft I think it's quite, it should be quite an exciting draft I think there's a lot of good options yeah I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to it I think yeah I think, I think the only thing I'm seeing is quarterbacks there's some talent but there's no no one where you're like that guy is just considerably better yeah. Bryce Young yeah. looks good but people are talking about how small he is mm-hmm. and can he play in the cold I'm not sure He's always a, he seems like a warm weather kind of player to me. You put him in, in anywhere further north than that. Yeah, I think struggle. from what I've seen, there's been better QB drafts. Yeah, before, <clears throat> but it's, whether it's yeah. just now as well, NFL teams, it's just there's a lot of like you've seen retirements last couple of years, and like mm-hmm. QBs just being a bit bo- more box standard. So whether it's just like yeah, the need yeah. is now, or we need just a, a yeah, and they're like, oh, these are the best of yeah, what's the, around at the moment. The, there's definitely talent. There's definitely talent. It's just there seems like a lot of kind of mid mid to good yeah. to decent quarterbacks yeah, I'm not yeah. seeing you're not seeing a Joe Burrow or a Trevor Lawrence right. come, in, come in and be a franchise right yeah. I wouldn't be confident about any of the current quarterbacks who are going to get drafted this year starting for my team if I was a GM mm. I, would, I wouldn't that's, be confident that's yeah my opinion even if well. I had one of the best offensive lines and a great wide receiver core I wouldn't feel overly confident mm. unless I was maybe a southern team like a Carolina or a Texas and I had and I was taking Bryce Young even then, mm. I'd still be not hundred percent. You'd still be like, yeah, I'd maybe wait next year and get Caleb. Yeah, I mean, I think this year we're going to see some some tanking for Caleb. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, you're going to see a team. Well, they'll yeah. just trade their first. They'll round trade. Pick. No, 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 no. They'll, well, they'll, they'll lose the season. They'll on purpose. lose the season yeah, on purpose to get purpose, first round yeah. pick to wow. take it. Well, they won't That's lose games the... on purpose. What, what teams <clears> often do is they trade away their better players. Teams, players they aren't overly fast or players that have got bad contracts for them. They'll trade them away and try and then rebuild their team around that quarterback mm. and make sure they lose by effectively just putting practice squad players in their team. Yeah, that's what they do. That's what a lot of teams do. Tanking for Tua. Yeah. Uh, first time I yeah, think it happened tanking was... For Tua was huge. Tanking for Tua. That was a huge thing. Get the hashtag there. Yeah, <laughs> that was huge, man. I think the first time we saw it was, um, was like 15, 10, 15 years ago. I can't remember who it was for. I can't remember who it was tanking for, but it was, uh, yeah, some uh, big name player. Some teams started tanking and it's what kind you, of thing. What if you try the tank and then you don't finish? <laughs> well, teams, well, teams do, right? Because yeah. players have, have pride and ego, like yeah. we said before. Yeah, you like, tell the players to lose. They're, they're, they, they're still fine for their careers. Yeah. So. Yeah. You don't ever tell the players to quit. And the coach never tells the players to quit. What the GM does is they go... Just building the worst possible they squad. Just, they just they trade away players and then they speak to the coach and they probably... If you're a good GM, you'll speak to your coach and go, look... This is what we're building towards. We're going to restructure our team and work towards this as a longer-term strategy. Blows his knee out or something in there. Yeah, but that's always the risk. It's always the risk of any player. Yeah, true. True. So, yeah, but you talk about a player you don't even have. Yeah, but if you see someone like a Trevor Lawrence, like someone who you can, like you've seen like players like um, Trevor Lawrence and Andrew Luck, where you're like, this guy could easily be the best quarterback in the world. Yeah, the goat, like. These, these are what these players are considered. These are players who could, who have the skill set or the potential to potentially broach players like Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Mm. 
You see players like that as a generational talent. Mm. That's what they're calling it, because, generational talent. Because people were watching Trevor Lawrence from high school and they mm-hmm. were like, this guy is going to be number one. He's going to be number one pick from high school. He's going to be the best quarterback in the league. They People knew that from high school. People were mm-hmm. looking at him going, and then he was the best quarterback in college, and then he's come to, then he's come to the NFL, and he, he's started done. for the Jaguars. Yeah, he started for the Jaguars. His first year was rough. Yeah. He got a new coach, and then they took him to the playoffs. They mm-hmm. took Kansas City. Close. Close. As I said, well, this is what Close. I was going to say. We did our roundup last time, mm. and we did our predictions yeah. for the upcoming season. And what did I say? I think I think Jacksonville are going to be one of the best four teams. Yeah, like yeah. they're going to be really, really good, and it's because largely in large part because Trevor Lawrence is that guy. Fair enough. Um, so moving on to my super early top ten rankings for twenty twenty three. Can we have on request full? College names just so bits can <laughs> appreciate. <laughs> nah, most of you these know, aren't that good. Yeah, I know they're not that good, but just uh, just throw uh, some just, random ones in there. <laughs> just, see, just test them if bits knows. Penn State school drivers. Jeez. Um, okay, so uh, is there anything else you want to add for the roundup? Any other comments you want to make before I move on to the uh, my super early rankings? Uh, way too early, but no, I'll no, see see what you you're gonna say here, and then yeah. and then we'll see if we yeah. So we'll get your glory moment out of the way first. So Georgia, obviously number one. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, um, but surprisingly, they didn't drop down after Stetson Bennett left. That's like, <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy to me. A generational talent. <laughs> I never said those words. I just said he deserves more credit than everyone's not given. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so, so Georgia will still be number one. They've still got a great defense. They've still got good weapons. They're going to be really good. They're, yeah. they're, it's going to have to be proven that they're not going to win the championship, the national championship. Someone's going to have to prove that they're not going to win it this year. Yeah. I, and yeah, I just, even if they lose a game this year, I still don't see much of a chance that they won't win it. 2023 I mean uh, Michigan staying pretty high uh, another good year for Michigan I see upcoming I don't see any reason why they'll get any worse they've got some some great players coming back they've not got a particularly old team yeah. they're going to look really strong next year I still don't think they challenge Georgia but they should make it Is to the playoffs comfortably Big Jim still down there yep Ooh. Jim Hubble's staying so yeah lots of lots of opportunity for Michigan to start approaching Georgia but I think it's going to be a, a long way to approach that Georgia team Wolverines and then I've got a bit of a curveball um, I'm, I'm a big USC guy um, yeah, I think we found out yeah <laughs> I, I like the way they look I like the way that Lincoln Riley is attracting the players back to a kind of storied franchise that it's now getting back to its former glory, starting to look good again, starting to challenge more towards the playoffs. They were unlucky this year. A couple of really close games, like I mentioned earlier, could have swung the other way. They could have got into the playoffs. They're going to be better next year. Um, so I don't see any reason why they couldn't make it into the playoffs. Three might be a stretch, but <laughs> I don't know. I just I just feel good about it. Three or four. Uh, three is very much not a confident pick, That's a, but I think they'll make it into the playoffs. Um, but I think it'll be close with the Ohio State, the Buckeyes. Yeah. The Buckeyes. The Buckeyes. Buckeyes. I think it'll be close with the Buckeyes. <laughs> Ohio State are going to have just unbelievable weapons. They've yeah. always got one of the best wide receiver rooms in the country. 
just I don't know how they keep doing it. They're just so good at recruiting skill position players, wide receivers. Yeah, they're going to be tough again. Um, however, Alabama still another top team, but I think they lose out on the playoffs again. I think oh, USC no. takes them out. I mean, okay. they didn't make it to the playoffs with Bryce Young. True. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, I, yeah. they didn't make it to the playoffs with Bryce Young going for the Heisman. Mm. Whether he should have been there or not is another question. Yeah. I, I don't think mm. it's I don't think it's ridiculous he's been there. I actually think Stetson Bennett probably shouldn't have gone, but. You can't not send Stetson Bennett when he when you when you win the national championship, really, can you? Yeah. So fair, but my question was: It Alabama who lost their wide receivers um, in in twenty twenty two? Was did Devontae Smith go to Alabama or was that Devontae Smith was Alabama? Yeah, so that's he was twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, But some okay, of their better yeah. wide receivers all got drafted. Yes. Yeah, so yes, most that's of their huge, wide, right? It, it is, but your quarterback is arguably more important, and they've got some good yeah. wide receivers up and coming, but. I'm not sure that they're going to be able to fully turn that around in one year sure. to bring themselves back. Even with Bryce Young, as I say, they were they, they didn't make it to the playoffs. Yeah. And they, they lost a couple of games. That Yeah, they had a really good game in Tennessee, as we, as we mentioned earlier. But yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's tough for them to get back into the playoffs. They, prob- they could do it. You know, I could be wrong here. USC move out and Alabama come in. Because Alabama's obviously like we've spoken about with the committee. But sure. I like USC for the playoffs. Sure. Strong. Penn State... Penn State another like had a really really strong year. Um, I don't see them getting much worse. That defense is no joke. They've got players in skill positions. They're looking strong, and I think it's going to be another tough, another strong year for them. I don't think they're going to get much higher than sixth. I think it'd be tr- tricky for them to approach a team like Alabama, who are still going to be good, even though I've said without yeah. Bryce Young, but they'll they'll still be good. But um, Penn State will be right in the mix there, I suspect as well. Penn State Thunder Riders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course not, man. Thunder rhinos. Are you alright? Thunder rhinos. I didn't actually hear the rhinos. I heard thunder. And I was like, are they thunder? No, it's because they did. They, they have one Don't of the largest. Try to justify it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't hear rhino. I just said thunder something. Else. He said thunder rhinos, and he was like, "Yep, that sounds about right." Mate, oh, I mean, I mean, be. it's actually called Penn State Nittany Lions. Oh, <laughs> Nittany Lions. Nittany. I mean, I prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's no petition to go for the Thunder Rhinos. Thunder Rhinos. So that, for, from now on, they'll be called the Thunder Rhinos. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, um, yeah. LSU Tigers, a bit more, bit more conventional. Cool. Yeah. Um, probably, I've got them seventh. I think, as I said before, I think they're starting to be back on the rise again. I don't think they'll be. They're not. They're not as good as the team that had Joe Burrow and yeah, Jamar Chase, so. but they're going to be right back into the mix. They've got such a good pool of players to choose from. Ryan Kelly's crushing it over there, so I just I, I can't see how they're they're not going to be uh, up in the mix. Tennessee, another good year I suspect from them. They looked really good this year, and I don't see them dropping much away from the position they're in, looking really strong. Tennessee Debras. Yes. Um, <laughs> That's the last one. I'm, I'm good with it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we haven't even gone to Florida State. Their names are actually Tennessee Volunteers. Volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. Volunteers. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Um, I don't know why that's so sad. Volunteers. Thunder Rhinos was one before. So, yeah, obviously, everything's going to be a come down from Thunder Rhinos. Yeah, but Volunteers. Volunteers. I do. It's not even a made sorry, up animal. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why they're Volunteers. <laughs> There'll be a reason in the yeah. history. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, On Google, right? Volunteering no. to get hit. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> number nine, Florida State Seminoles. What the hell's a Seminole? I don't know. Um, Florida State University Seminoles, they had a good year. They were just outside the top ten last year. I think they're going to break in. They've got some strong players. They've got a good look about them. Uh, really strong QB, Jordan Travis. Looks set to have another big year, so I think they'll break into the top ten. Washington, great year. They were strong again. I don't see how they, they don't maintain their position. Really good players. They're not going to drop off much. I think they're going to be really good again. What's that for now? Washington State. No, it's not Washington State. It's Washington. Oh, I don't remember. Don't know. I don't know. I can make one up if you want. Oh, I actually would love that. Yeah. (laughs) Wildebeest. Now the Washington Chili Avocados. Chili Avocados. You're dropping off. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I see see the chili. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, do you actually want to know why Tennessee are called Tennessee Volunteers? Yeah, we got to wrap it up, but yeah, yeah. go on. Okay. Finish on this. It's yeah. because Tennessee's because Tennessee is actually known as the Volunteer State. Hmm. Yeah. Because mm, during during the War of eighteen twelve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they sent fifteen hundred volunteer soldiers. Hence why they're called the Volunteer uh-huh. State. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's very nice and polite, Tennessee, but yeah, it's like on a football program. It's a, it's a pretty historic name, eighteen twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A um, couple of roundup points. So TCU dropping out of the top ten, like I mentioned earlier. I think they're coming back down to a flash in the pan kind of team there. Yeah. LSU pushed further up after this season. Showed a lot of promise. Brian Kelly, JD, Dan- Jaden Daniels, sorry, in his senior year, they look like they're going to be another strong, mm. another strong year for me. LSU pushing back up into where they probably would want to be where they probably should be yeah. um, FSU as I mentioned before look really strong with uh, QB uh, Jordan Travis looks set to have another big year okay. nice yeah. I've noticed there's no Auburn or Clemson on here nope oh, right. they, don't, okay. they don't have the team they've just not got the players that you know I don't know how, to, how else to say it then they're, they're not that team anymore okay you lose you lose a player like Trevor Lawrence that's going to hurt you what about Notre Dame Notre Dame will be alright it depends if they have a quarterback for next year. Sure. I think that remains to be seen for me, is who their QB is going to be. Yeah. So I'm not 100% sure what they'll look like. But, but I mean, if they get a quarterback that they like and it works for them, they get someone in the um, in the transfer portal, they could be decent, but I don't think they'll break into the top 10. Don't, they've got the wide receiver talent. It's always harder yeah. in the North. Yeah. Like I said before, you've not got the, the, the pool of players to choose from, so... I think it's the tricky thing when you play in the north. Fair enough. They're all playing ice hockey. They are all playing ice hockey. Yeah. They're not playing football. They're not playing in the well, American football. Cool. That's the roundup. Anything else you want to add? Nah, I think no, no, no. that was good. Yeah, I barely had anything besides stupid names. <laughs> and you haven't even said ones. Some you haven't even said anything as stupid as some of the crazy <laughs> real ones. So, uh, we'll uh, we'll yeah, do a little we'll do a little section on that and see if you see how many of them yeah true or false see how many of them you yeah. know I think you I think you find them funny okay let's go we'll do some of those we'll do some of those yeah. but yeah that's it's been it a pleasure boys yeah thanks yeah. very much guys and we'll uh, we'll catch you in the next one. <laughs>